Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Donoram Monologue podcast. I am Bo, your solo host. I don't think I've introduced myself this whole week, but I I still think introductions on podcasts are silly. I understand that's what you do, but like, I mean, you deliberately clicked on this to watch or listen to it. You know who's doing it, but I, I understand formalities are important in our culture. So I am Bo. I was Bo yesterday and Monday as well, just to go back and let you guys know that. Maybe I did. Int- I don't know. Uh, one person I do want to introduce, and I know for a fact I have introduced uh, this whole week, is I do want to thank our sponsor, Ashley Louian K, who can be found on Instagram at the Minnesota Nurse. Uh, check her out for some excellent nursing content there, and uh, we're we're very happy to have her. She has been a great friend of the show. Uh, guys, today we're going to talk about a game that I don't think it's been any secret is near and dear to my heart. It's near and dear to Don's heart. It is emphatically and far and away the best Elder Scrolls game of all time and the biggest reason for that is it's the it's the only Elder Scrolls game that had extensive world building and when I say extensive I mean extensive there are legit cultures and opposing cultures and subcultures all within the tiny tiny imperial district of Vardenfell within the imperial kingdom of Morrowind I am talking about the game Morrowind and the religions found in there. Guys, it's incredible. Uh, So if the religions I was talking about on Monday with Dragon Quest are very simplistic and rudimentary, and I only mentioned them because they were the first time I ever saw religion in a video game, the religions in Morrowind, holy crap. Uh, Literally, holy crap. So uh, let's get into it. There are... So, within the Empire, the official Imperial religion is the Nine Divines. This becomes the Eight Divines in Skyrim because they were trying to recapture the religious strife that they portrayed in Morrowind, and they failed horribly because it was still very milk toast and bad. Um, but in Morrowind, it's a lot better. So, the official religion is the Nine Divines. This is the religion found in the first and second games. And the worship of them is sponsored by the Empire. However, the Empire in Morrowind is beg your pardon guys sorry the empire in morrowind is giving a lot more concessions to natives than it does in other ones because morrowind had a very distinct and strong religion where their gods good lord thank i am sorry <laughs> that coke's really running through me um all right i, I said good lord uh whew, we have fun here guys we have fun here um so the Empire is giving greater concessions to Morrowind on its religions than it does other regions because the Morrowind, uh, the native Morrowind religion just happens to have gods that physically walk the earth. They're there. They're all NPCs in uh, Morrowind, as a matter of fact, uh, in the expansions particularly. So... Well, let's go over the native religion of Morrowind, the official religion of the House Dunmer, the Dunmer being the Dark Elves. And one thing I love about Morrowind is each race has a name for themselves, and the race that you see on, and the names that you see on the races uh, when you're making your character are kind of the vulgar, uh, the, the common vulgate for those. Uh, you know, just what the common average guy says. But the, these races have names for themselves that go back in their history and their culture, and you can explore this culture extensively, especially in Morrowind, by collecting books. It's so good. The lore is so, so rich. It's it's incredible. Um, it's a, uh, it's homemade Alfredo sauce, baby. Just I mean, check it out for yourself. But uh, so the native Dunmer religion for the official, uh, the, the the great houses of Morrowind worship and all citizens must worship in Morrowind, especially in Vardenfell, 
is the tribunal. The tribunal are three gods that physically walk the earth. There is Almalexia, who is known for kindness and healing. There is Sothasil, who is known as a great wizard and mechanic. And there is Vivek, a poet and just a really, really kind of hippie kind of guy. So we, we've got all these three. In Vanilla Morrowind, without expansions, you can visit the city of Vivek because each of them have a great temple in which they actually reside, located within a city locate, that is named after them in Morrowind. One exists in Vardenfell, where Morrowind takes place. That is Vivek. The city of Vivek is there. He lives there. You can meet him. Great guy. And because it's Morrowind, because it was cool... You could kill Vivek because you could kill any NPC in Morrowind. You could kill every living person in Morrowind. And you don't have to feel bad because they don't have children. There's no children model. I mean, they say there's children, but you don't meet any of them because they hide them from you because they know you might kill them. <laughs> um, so so uh, these three gods are, are worshipped very strictly. And you can read books and talk to NPCs and you can find out that the religion of Morrowind isn't messing around. The priesthood of the tribunal is the real power in Morrowind. That's the ordinators and things like that. And they roam Vardenfell and mainland Morrowind and they will take people. And these people never resist and they'll never be seen again because they'll be fully garbed in a tribunal priesthood uh, attire the next time they are seen. And they're pretty much forced into the priesthood. And so uh, temples are scattered throughout all of Morrowind. There are shrines all throughout Morrowind for the tribunal. The tribunal is violently opposed, violently opposed to Daedric worship, which the Daedra are, uh, these are the great beings that inhabit Oblivion. They're, they range in alignments. They range in if they're good or evil, but polite society, the tribunal, the Nine see them as all evil, even though this isn't always the case. Well, the Tribunal does have a soft spot for three of them. We'll get into that here in a minute. But they're violently opposed to vampires. They're violent, the Tribunal, they're violently opposed to vampires. They're violently opposed to Daedric worship, and they are violently opposed to the Ashlander religion. The, Ashlander, the Ashlanders are a very cool subsect. So they only exist in Morrowind. They exist surrounding... Uh, the Red Mountain, in the Ashlands, which is where they get the name Ashlander. And they have a more, again, there's no such thing as a primitive religion. Uh, they, they have a more uh, animistic, shamanistic religion. And uh, they believe in someone named the Nereverine, who will come and save them from the Empire and from the uh, Tribunal and all the people that suppress them. They have a messianic figure named the Nereverine, which is you. You were born under a certain sign in Morrowind, and that is why the Empire sent you there. The Empire does not believe that you are the Nereverine, but the Empire believes that the Ashlanders believe that you are the Nereverine, and they have a problem on Vardenfell, and that's why they send you. And it turns out that you're there to get rid of a guy named Dagoth Ur, who has made himself a god in the same sense as the Tribunal, but he is not being worshipped that way, and he's going to make it to where he is. And uh, you are the reincarnation of the Nereverine, who was his friend. And in his warped mind, he's doing what you've what you you I'm doing air quotations instructed him to do centuries ago. This is all covered in our Morrowind podcast, which Don and I did, where we are of all the times that Don and I gush over a game, Morrowind's probably the worst. Love it. It is. Mwah. I mean, just bellissimo, fantastic game. Well done, bravo. 
So, uh, and the, the, the religions, as deep as these religions go, as great as this world building was, it's just a part of the world building of Morrowind, guys. It, it's incredible. Please, please play Morrowind. Please, I'm begging you. So, the, uh, the tribunal, though, and uh, by the way, the nine are worshipped in Morrowind, but only in Imperial Cities. Another thing I love about Morrowind is each town, there's Ashlander towns, there's House Dunmer towns, and there's Imperial towns. And you can tell what each of them are. They each have distinct architecture, culture, and uh, setups. It's it's great. It, it's like, you're, you, Morrowind, Bardenfell feels so alive. It really does. I love it. So guys, uh, now the Tribunal does recognize three Daedric princes. These are known as the anticipations within their religion. There's Azura, uh, Boethia, and Mafala. These are okay to kind of pay attention to. Don't worship them more than the tribunal, but the tribunal's okay with you paying a little bit of attention to them because they are known as the anticipations. They are recognized by the state religion. And Azura actually speaks to you, the Nereverine, through the game. So, uh, what's most interesting about the tribunal is you are actually, you, the main character, in the expansion tribunal are what ends the religion. By the time Oblivion and Sky, and especially Skyrim come out, these religions are no longer being practiced because the Nereverine ended them. Because Alamalexia goes mad and kills Sothasil. And you investigate this, find this out, and you kill Alamalexia, the Nereverine. And after that, Vivek disappears. He just wanders off, you know, being the poetic hippie type. And so what's really cool is you actually end a religion and you were never really told that the religion was nonsense. We're never really told, well, yes and no, kind of, <laughs> kind of. But the fact of the matter remains that we're never really told, that we, we find out what gave the tribunal their divine nature. We do. Beg your pardon. But we're never really told that it was like, there is a reality to it. It's not the same reality as just being born divine, but there is a reality to what made the tribunal special. But it's not that you ended the religion because it was bad for Morrowind. That's left pretty ambiguous. You ended it because Almalexia went mad and you had to do something because here's a goddess that's on a killing spree, for all we know. So that kind of makes it interesting to me in that religion in... Mar in Elder Scrolls particularly, but especially Morrowind, because it's ambiguous whether or not you're actually the Nereverine. Maybe Azura is just telling you the Nereverine just because you happen to be born under that sign, and it it fit for the purposes she needed you for. It fit for the purposes the Empire needed you for. It fit for the purpose that the Ashlanders needed something to believe in. The Tribunal needed to be, uh, you know, needed to back off because Almalexia went mad. But in it, it wasn't set in stone that she went mad, which I guess is what I'm trying to get at with the... It, it's... Everything about it is ambiguous, the religion of Morrowind. They're not going to make a direct statement over anything. And I love that. I th I'm crossing my arms again, and you didn't even notice. I've been crossing them for like a minute. Um, but uh, Morrowind, there's just something really cool about the fact that you get to decide what you think about all this stuff, really. Events happen, but you get to determine how you feel about that as the player. And I think that's one of the things I love the most about Morrowind was there was a lot more agency for the player. In fact, Morrowind is the only game in the Elder Scrolls where it makes any sense that your character would just run off and do whatever he wants. Because you just show up and the Empire's basically just like, look, they say you're this guy. 
this guy over here will tell you more about being that guy, but we don't really care if you want to take care of it, whatever. Otherwise, you're a free man. This is this is Vard this is Vardenfell, baby. Ring a ding ding, make Vardenfell swing. But guys, it, it you please play the game and read the books on all this because I'm only touching the tippy tippy iceberg of all this. Uh, please play this game, experience this wonderful storytelling, the last of the great storytelling of uh, of uh, Bethesda, in my opinion. Guys, if you like the show, uh, I know another show that you'll really like. Uh, it's The Framework of Tomorrow, uh, run by one of our good friends in the uh, Rally Network, Keegan. Check him out. Uh, what he does is he takes the past, uses the past to kind of figure out why we are where we are in the present and maybe where we could go in the future. Very, very smart young man. Please give Keegan a listen. Uh, he is at the Framework of Tomorrow. Guys, uh, which, uh, by the way, Keegan, that's a cool title for a podcast. Don't you think so, Adam? I think it's a really cool title for a podcast, man. That's awesome. Um, guys, uh, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, do us the favor of doing the YouTube Tribunal, and don't kill them. <laughs> don't end them. Like, share, and subscribe. Guys, uh, I, I can't wait to see you next week for more stuff. Uh, links, as always, we got the Discord, we got the Patreon, we got the merch. As you can see, we've got hot new merch, fresh off the press. For those listening to the podcast, I was doing a dramatic pause where the viewer may look on uh, this t-shirt, which I hear kind of looks like something that's already famous, but we here at Donneron, we, we don't see the similarity at all. So guys... Uh, I, I can't wait to see you tomorrow. I can't wait to see you tomorrow where we can discuss more of this cool stuff. Thank you.